Hey guys, and thank you for tuning in to the Crimson Flow Biblecast podcast. I hope this podcast blesses you like it has me by reading the Word of God. So don't forget to share with your family and friends. Thank you all, and God bless you. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Crimson Flow Biblecast on this Beautiful, bright, and I want to say sunny, but I don't know what your weather's like where you are. So we are on chapter 11 today. We finished out that two-part episode, which I did not intend for it to be like that, on Saturday. Okay, so we have a decent length chapter today. Well, actually, I take that back. It's a little shorter than I thought. So I guess let's just go ahead and get into it. It says, uh, verse 1, it says, A false balance is an abomination to the Lord, but a just weight is his delight. When pride cometh, then cometh shame, but with the lowly is wisdom. Of course, we all know that God is wanting us to seek humility and and to throw away our pride, because when pride happens, you tend to be full of yourself. You tend to have that little level of like, I'm at a better stance than you are, so... With that being said, our God tends to be a jealous God, and He doesn't want us focusing on anybody but Him. And I don't mean that in a bad way, but He is our provider. He wakes us up every day. He gives us everything we need, even though we don't see it that way, but He does. So, with that being said, if we are prideful, we tend to have a tendency, and I know that's kind of redundant, but we have this tendency where we want to give ourselves credit. And yes, there are some things that we do, but who gave us the strength to do it? Who gave us the materials in a roundabout way? You know, it's it's all, you can trace it all back to God. And when we're prideful, we don't give him the credit that he deserves, Okay. So then it goes on to say, The integrity of the upright shall guide them, but the perverseness of the transgressors shall destroy them. Okay, I mean, that's just self-explanatory. Riches profit not in the day of wrath, but righteousness delivereth from death. The righteous of the perfect shall direct his way, but the wicked shall fall by his own wickedness. That just goes back to say that, you know, you can live an evil life all you want to, but eventually it's going to catch up to you. All your lies and all your secrets and all your wrongdoings will eventually catch up to you. I mean, it's... And the downfall is usually horrible. It's it's like one of those uh, paybacks or a pain kind of statements. It, when it catches up to you, it'll hit you hard. And then it says, When a wicked man dieth, his expectation shall perish, and the hope of unjust men perisheth. The righteous is delivered out of the trouble and the wicked cometh in the steed. A hypocrite with his mouth destroyeth his neighbor, but through knowledge shall the just be delivered. Okay? The hypocrite with his mouth destroyeth his neighbor. That is the biggest one I've ever seen uh, in the real world, simply because you see these people all the time. They're always like, I don't like the way he does it, but they're doing it themselves. You know, it's, it's like they want to get it out there that they don't like it, but if you really know this person and you know about their life, they're going to sit there and be doing it themselves, but they just don't want that attention on them. Okay, so they're going to destroy their neighbor 
and, and make them look bad when they are secretly doing it themselves, and that's just wrong. I mean, obviously, we should never be a hypocrite, and if and and I will sit here and I will admit my faults, okay? And I know that God is working on me. I ha- I fail him every day. I really do. And I know he's working on me, and I know he's trying to make me a better person and a more godly person. But I don't sit here and condemn somebody for doing something because we fail. We are human. We fail every day. So we shouldn't look at our neighbor and and accuse them of doing something, and maybe not even to their face, but gossiping to other people about the, the stuff that they do. And that's that's where it all gets to. We all shouldn't gossip because then that's basically showing a type of judgment and a type of, uh, honestly, immaturity and undisciplined and unwise way and unrighteous, basically, way and decision of ourselves. Okay, so then it says, but through the knowledge shall the just be delivered. Okay? And then when it says, when it goeth well with the righteous, the city rejoiceth, and when the wicked perish, there is shouting. By the blessing of the upright, the city is exalted, but it is overthrown by the mouth of the wicked. He that is void of wisdom despiseth his neighbor, but a man of understanding holdeth his peace. That uh, that verse right there, I feel like that's really important. I should really speak out on that. And it goes back to the, what I said a couple of days ago, or a couple of uh, uh, daily episodes ago, simply that, no matter what somebody says to you or says about you, hold your tongue. Hold your peace. Because what what happens to him is God's doing. If you are a born-again believer, you will do your best to hold your tongue. And I understand that the human nature wants to let us slip, okay? It wants to let us get to a point where... It's like, I just can't hold anymore. I've got to say something. But do your best because, like I said here, it says, but a man of understanding holdeth his peace, and he that is void of wisdom despises his neighbor, despise, I, I can't really say that word today, despiseth the neighbor. Okay, then it says, A talebearer revealeth secrets, but he that is of a faithful spirit concealeth the matter. Where no counsel is, the people fail or fall. But in the multitude of counselors, there is safety. Of course, fail and fall in this context is the same. And it says, Where no counsel is, the people fall. So if you have no structure in your life, whether it be uh, spiritual leaders that's in your church that you look up to, that you respect, that can kind of give you the uh, help you get the biblical wisdom and knowledge that you are trying to attain, then you're then you're not going to make it very far. Let's just say that because we all need people that are an elder in in godliness, I guess you could say, that will help guide us along with the the feeling of the Holy Spirit and the faith that will take us forward and. I'm, I, for one, would believe that God would fill them with the knowledge for, to give us and make them more wise as they make us more wise. Kind of a reciprocating circle, I guess you could say. And then it says, uh, 
He that is surety for a stranger shall smart for it, and he that hateth suretyship is sure. A gracious woman retaineth honor, and strong men retain riches. The merciful man doeth good to his own soul, but he that is, a, is cruel troubleth his own flesh. You ever notice that the mean, meanest people in the world or the, the wickedest people or the ones that's always starting stuff, it's, it just seems like there's something about them that is never happy or never satisfied or never fulfilled. And it's always got the, like they got that deep down sadness that nothing can ever feel. And it's simply because they are they don't have the peace that God gives. They don't have that love and and or they they have the love, I'll say that, because God's giving out his love all the time, but they just don't accept it. Okay. For me to sit here and say that everybody in the, on this world does not have God's love, they have it. The faucet's on, but they're not putting their cup under it. Okay, so they've got it. They just won't take it. So they don't have that peace, that love, that that generosity, that calmness that Jesus would give. Okay, then it says. The wicked worketh a deceitful work, but to him that soweth righteousness shall be a sure reward as righteousness tendeth to life. He that pursueth evil pursueth it to his own death. And they that are of a froward heart are an abomination to the Lord, but sure as are upright in their way are his delight. Though hand joint in hand, the wicked shall not be unpunished, but the seed of the righteous shall be delivered. That just goes to show that God will always save and rescue his children or his followers from their peril, and the wicked shall not go unpunished. It may be the day of judgment when they get cast into the lake of fire when they are they go punished, but they will get their end. But at the same time, we should not be mad if somebody that done you wrong a long time ago gave their life to Christ and tries to apologize. Okay? I've seen this before. Somebody does somebody wrong, and that person is a godly person. And they kind of hold a little grudge. It's hard not to sometimes. I get that. But we are supposed to forgive no matter what. And this person changes their ways. They come to Christ. But yet that grudge is still there. That human grudge we cannot let go of. And they are trying to apologize and everything. And it, for some reason this person just can't let go. So we need to really try to let go of that. Whatever it is. Because eventually... We are all going to be brothers and sisters in Christ for those that choose him. And we're going to have eternity in heaven, and we're going to have to get along with each other. Granted, all things will have passed away, and our memories will be wiped, but that's a whole different story. Okay, in verse 22, it says, As a jewel of gold in a swine's snout, so is a fair woman which is without discretion. The desire of the righteous is only good, but the expectation of the wicked is wrath. There is that that's... There is that scattereth, and yet increaseth, and there is that withholdeth more than is meat, but it tendeth to poverty. That sounds kind of confusing. The liberal soul shall be made fat, and he watereth. He that watereth shall be watered also himself. He that withholdeth corn, the people shall curse him, but blessing shall be upon the head of him that selleth it. He that diligently seeketh good... Uh, Procureth favor, but he that 
seeketh mischief, it shall come unto him. He that trusteth riches in his riches shall fail, but the righteous shall flourish as a branch. Okay, this kind of, this little last part kind of goes back to the whole, the, the love of money is the root of all evil. You know, if you always trust in money and you always trust in, in your material items, you're just going to, you're going to fall because there's nothing solid about that. Even the strongest piece of metal will eventually rust or deteriorate. Even aluminum. It takes longer, but it will. For nothing is forever. Okay. Um, let's see here. But the righteous shall flourish as a branch. He that troubleth his own house shall inherit the wind, and the fool shall be servant to the wise of heart. The fruit of a righteous is a tree of life, but he that winneth souls is wise. Behold, the righteous shall be recompensed in earth much more than the wicked and the sinner. Basically saying, guys, try to seek that wisdom. Try to seek that knowledge. Try to seek that that justness. And And one of the biggest things out of this whole entire thing is let go of your pride. Don't talk bad about your neighbor. Turn the cheek if they attack you. And just be a Jesus person. That's what he would want you to do. All right. So that's all I've got today. It was kind of short. I kept it below 15 minutes. I'm, I'm kind of happy. Well, it may be more than 15 minutes once everything's added in, but it's around that. So thank you all for listening. I just want to say don't forget to share, rate, review, all that good stuff. God bless you all, and until next time.